1: That's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
2: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is The Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show, but we'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget, you can email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Going to get to all kinds of Ask Dr. Jesse questions because I missed Friday this hour. Going to talk a little bit more about them Democrats, I mean, threatening the American people with military, our own military responses, and so much more. Before we get to any of these questions or, or being threatened or any of that other stuff, we have to do something that's uh, it's probably, probably the most important thing we do on this show. What is that? Pointing out when I've been right about things. What, Chris? It's important for everybody. Do you remember... Do you remember... You obviously remember COVID. Don't worry, I'm not going to go off on that. You remember COVID and the lockdowns and all this stuff, right? And during COVID and the lockdowns, businesses across America, large and small, really began to ramp up their work-from-home efforts. You remember that. Maybe you got sent home yourself. No, no, well, school from home, work from home. Okay, okay. And then, slowly, way too late, but eventually... The lockdowns kind of faded away and businesses started inviting people back to work, not necessarily forcing them, but making it optional. This is very common now to this day. It's optional. Hey, work from home. You can come in. You cannot come in. I was actually just at a major corporation. I'm not going to name them in New York City when I was there a couple weeks ago. Walked through this huge office. Had to be massively expensive. Ran into like two people in the whole office. This office could, 500 people could work in this office. I asked them where everyone is. They're like, oh, they're all working from home. Anyway, you remember all this, right? Yeah, I know you remember. And do you remember, do you remember what Daddy Jesse told you if you were given the option of working from home? You remember what Daddy Jesse told you back then? It was wildly unpopular. Don't roll your eyes, Chris. Don't roll your eyes. Chris, what was it? What did I tell everyone? No, Chris, come on. Come on. Come on. It's okay. It's okay. I get it. That's right. That's right. Daddy Jesse told you to go to work. And why? Why did I say it? I said, you need to go to work. I know it's fun to wear your jammies. I I know it's nice to be at home. Nothing better than being at home. I know. I love my home, too. I love my jammies, too. I don't really have jammies, but my comfy pants or shorts, whatever I put on. I love those, too. I do. I know it's nice, but... You need to be physically around your boss. It's important that you be physically present. This is not, this is not apply universally to everyone. Some people only work remote. So if that doesn't apply to you, forget it. But for most people, you need to be physically around your boss. He not only needs to see you physically working, he needs to be able to talk to you. And it doesn't even have to be about work. If he, uh, if he checks his phone and he looks at the weather, he's like, oh my gosh, it's going to rain. He's a dude, a dude of, or a woman, a pick an age, you know, as we get older, we talk about the weather more. We do. I look, I'm doing it now more myself. <laughs> this is what it is. And you know what? And when he checks his phone and he sees it's uh, going to rain in a couple hours, he's going to want to talk to somebody about that, even if it's just in passing and you want that to be you. Do you know why you want it to be you? Here's a headline for you. Remote workers bear the brunt of layoff hits. Workers logging on from home five days a week were 35% more likely to be laid off in 2023 than their peers who put in their office time. When Daddy Jesse gives advice... It almost always comes across like a lead balloon. Everyone thinks I'm being mean. And Jesse, you don't understand the times and blah, 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 blah. But if you listened to the Oracle back then when he told you to put on your khakis, put on your little business skirt, ladies, and go to work. If you listened, there's a 35% chance you still have a job while the guy who loved being in his jammies got the layoff notice. The boss needs to physically see you. When he's knocking off on Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, it's been a long day. Oh, it's, oh, man. You know what? It's three in the afternoon on Friday. We closed that contract this week. Oh, I need a beer. Who's Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, you want to grab a beer? You need to be Bob. Because six months later, when he's looking at the profit loss, and his P&L tells him he needs to lay some people off, you can say it's wrong, you can say whatever it is, but when when it comes down to Bob, beer Bob, or it comes down to Barbara, she worked from home in her jammies. Barbara's gonna have to go. <laughs> Bob's a good dude. Man, we had that beer. We went to the same high school. I never even knew until I went out and had that beer with Bob. I know you're gonna yell and scream. Ah, it's a different economy, it's a different kind. Fine. Yell and scream all you want. Mankind doesn't change. You need to be physically in the office if it's an option for you. Now, I, I, and again, I'm not that naive. I understand there are technical jobs out there where people are spread out all over the country. There's no office to even go to or you don't live close to. That, 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 if it doesn't, apply, look, I have a great saying, and so I need to say it again. <laughs> I said it's a great saying. I said my own saying is a great saying. I have this amazing saying. <laughs> I, I have a saying. All right, you can decide whether or not it's great. But it's true. If it doesn't apply to you, don't apply it to you. Don't look for reasons to be offended. All right. Um, we haven't talked about the rear admiral in a while. Do you hear this? Do you hear what he said? Why are you gay? Oh, no, that wasn't him. That was a different one. He said
0: this. I'm shocked one. by how controversial it was when I made reference to the simple fact that a lot of black neighborhoods got wiped out by the way highways were built. And I didn't bring that up because I want everybody to feel bad about it. I brought it up because we can do something about it. Because we have funding to do something about it with.
1: It's not why he brought it up. He brought it up because racial politics, divisive politics, it is the only reason any Democrat ever gets elected in this country. Ever. He brought it up because he was raised to be a communist by his communist parents. He brought it up because his entire outlook on life is america sucks this place sucks it's evil it's racist it's misogynistic it's anti-gay it's it's that is how he looks at everything in life that's why he brought it up and that's why he was shocked when he got pushed back on that jesse retired usmc cobra pilot here gosh that's so sick Anyway, he said, I probably provided you CAS at some point. Anyhow, what's the play? In your opinion, what's the elite's plan to destroy everything if they know us simpletons will be at the gates to come after them at some point? If they destroy everything, what's left for them? Life in a bunker? Okay. They know we're going to come after them. So why do they? Okay, well, let's, let's talk about that. We've talked about Caligula before on the show, but okay. You probably know the name. If not, you know, the story Caligula was one of the Roman empires. One of the real, real, real evil Roman emperors. There were many, many evil Roman emperors. He's the one, you don't know how much of this is propaganda from history, but there's so much of it. A lot of it has to be true who allegedly married his horse and it's really bad. It's really, really bad. But there are true stories we know about Caligula that are not propaganda. One of those stories is what he used to do with Roman senators and their wives. And I need to, let's have let's have a chat about something first. A Roman senator back in the day. They were more powerful and more important than even our senators are, are here in America. These were the royalty in Roman society, all right? These were powerful men, men of means, men with lots of money, men with access to a lot of people who would kill on their behalf. In fact, most of these guys did kill at one point or another. All right? A Roman senator, even in the age of Roman emperors, a Roman senator was a very, very, very big deal. This is going to come back to our leech. Just, Just stay with me here. Stay with me. So it makes what Caligula did to the logical mind – to the mind like yours, it makes what Caligula did so baffling. You see, Caligula Caligula used to demand senators come over for dinner with him. He was not asking. He was set, he telling, you come to dinner and you bring your wife. And the senators would bring their wives. And I'll skip over, obviously, the details. that are kids listening, but... Caligula would humiliate the senators and their wives in horrible ways and mock them to their faces about it. He mocked a lot of people to their face about it. In fact, that brings us to how Caligula ended, and it ties into our elites today. Just stay with me. I'll explain.
0: Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. All right, back to what we were talking about. The question was essentially, in your opinion, what's the elite's plan to destroy everything if they know a simpletons will be at the gate to come after them at some point? If they destroy everything, what's left for them? Life in a bunker, so on and so forth. Okay, so we pause on that. We're talking about Caligula, the old Roman emperor Caligula. Caligula would, I say invite, would demand... Senators come to dinner with him and bring their wives. And Caligula would amuse himself with the senator's wives and then talk to the senator about it when he was done. Caligula did this to a lot of very powerful people in Rome. Caligula eventually found himself in an underground tunnel surrounded by men with knives who stabbed him to death, spit in his face. Men, allegedly, hired by some of those United States senators. or Not United States senators, sorry, Roman senators. Our senators would never do anything that cool. Anyway, senators that he made very, very angry in a personal way. And you look back at a historical story like Caligula in his demise, and at least, I don't know whether you do, but I look at that and I say to myself, even before I knew the ending, the first time I was reading about all these things, and before I knew how exactly he would go, I said to myself, is he an idiot? How could he be how could he be so stupid? They, they, these people were clearly gonna come for him one day. You can't you can't do that to powerful people. Once you get into power, you really do get drunk on it. And it becomes a permanent state of how you see yourself. A permanent state of mind. If you, uh, what's the best way I can explain this? Um, have you ever known an athlete or maybe you yourself were an athlete? I, I, I'm talking, you know, at, at least to the college level or elite in high school or whatnot. If it's you or you know someone like that, how did you do? when the sports world ended well it's very very common for elite athletes to struggle not just at first but for the rest of their lives when the sport they've done for so long gets taken away from them when it goes away because once you do something for so long It just becomes ingrained with who you are. My wife was an elite athlete. I told you, an elite gymnast, full ride of the Canadian national team, all that stuff. She'll tell you to this day, she struggles from time to time. She's been done for years. She struggles from time to time. She doesn't have that in her life anymore. The practice, the workouts, the competition, it's not what she did. It became who she was. That's what power does to you as well. In the minds of these people, they are always going to be the ones with all the power and they'll never be on the bad end of the power. It's why they talk like
3: this. And I love people that say, the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the, excuse me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. You need to, I'll send an F-16 after you.
1: But this uh, this guy here, Gene Wu, he's a Texas state rep. He got online. Well, th- This is a little bit of Gene. The
0: governor says that the Texas has a right to self-defense. Sounds like a legit argument. D- does the state not have that right, though? Yeah. So it depends on what you mean by self-defense. And I think he's construing that simple term.
1: I'll skip the rest of it. You should know that he threatened to send a drone with a hellfire missile after American citizens. I believe his direct quote was, it's all fun and games until you get a hellfire missile from a drone sent after you. These people don't understand they've been in power for so long. They don't understand that once they finally succeeded in burning it all down, they will be caught in the flames. And it's because power is simply all they've known for so long, they never think it will leave them. They never do. And the history of the world, this isn't unique to communists or Americans or anything. The entire history of the world is these leaders, kings, others, stunned when the end finally comes for them. But they're used to that. And they're used to, the, remember, the military in the minds of the communists. The communist doesn't have, this is an old saying, I didn't come up with this. The communist doesn't have foreign enemies. He has domestic enemies. He does. He only has domestic enemies. In the military, it's just one big gun for these people. All the service members, they don't give a crap about any of them. They're, they're just guns. No, 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 no this is my military now I control the government they they serve me they serve the administration what I will
0: say our deepest uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our he- heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three three brave uh, three brave, uh, three, brave uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are Ugh. who are military folks who are brave who are always fighting who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the
1: you can yell at her all you want she was being honest that's how she sees them the american communist sees the military as being their own personal plaything to send after whoever they please you have people you want killed well that's what the military's for and they never that's what makes it so scary the situation we're in now they never consider that it will come back for them but it always does in the end all right enough Let's talk a little bit about uh tactic they use. We'll get to some more Ask Dr. Jesse questions and more. Hang on.
0: Jesse Kelly. Back soon.
1: I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. Right now, tens of millions of Americans live with everyday pain. Does this sound like you? If this sounds like you, then you know. It not only affects how you feel, it affects everything about your life. Your mood, your sleep, you miss out on activities, your outlook on the future. It affects everything. Well, say hello to Relief Factor, a natural way to fight pain. With four key drug-free, all-natural ingredients, Relief Factor was created by doctors to help support your body's natural response to inflammation. Whether it's neck, back, joint, or muscle pain, Relief Factor can help you feel better. Better yet? Relief Factor is about living better. Living the life you want. Doing the activities you love. Over 1 million people have tried the Relief Factor Quick Start Kit. Nearly 70% go on to order more. That's staggering. See how Relief Factor can help you with their 3-week starter kit. It's only $19.95 and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. It's time to give it a try. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Monday. okay let's let's dig into something here. There's something we everybody needs to understand. The Communist gets involved in every aspect of a culture because the Communist does not and cannot allow you to escape his influence. he understands what he wants is miserable and unpopular. So he makes sure you feel surrounded and he makes sure that any way he can break off part of your support system, he will. One of the main ways the communist does this is breaking away children from their parents. And there are so many families out there that have a wonderful, strong relationship, even those families, even maybe that's you. Maybe you're a kid right now, and you love your parents, and you know they love you. Or you're a parent with your kids right now, and you love each other, and this is good, and you're you're on you're on solid ground. But listen, it can even happen to you because they are so effective at attacking the child. They don't attack the parent; they attack the child, and they shatter them. They break them away from their parents. It's it's what so much of the push for all this endless pride garbage in school. It's what so much of that was really about. It wasn't really that they wanted your kid gay. I mean, they'll take that. They want your child broken, broken away from you. Your parents are old. Your parents are old fashioned. You're a tranny. Cut your penis off. Oh, don't tell them. Oh, no, let's pass a law that says you don't have to tell them. No, you can, uh, you'll can. you skip algebra today. Let's go see the shrink. Let's go. It, it was that evil. I want you to listen to something. I'm not going to give out her name. She's a high school student. This is a school board meeting. This is why you have to talk to your children all the time about what they're learning in school. This is why you have to monitor what your children watch on social media. And it's not that you have to cut them off from the world or anything like that, move them to the mountains. You have got to be aware that there are wolves circling your family coming for your children. If you're not careful... This can be your child.
2: I was inspired to come and speak today by my English teachers. In my high school years, I have come to know most of the teachers in the department. And...
1: Just, I just, I'll let her keep going. You heard what inspired her, right? Her English teachers. She's there because of her English teachers. I'll let her keep going.
2: that They are a brilliant and kind group of people who truly do act in the interest of every student. I'm here to make a point about the dangerous consequences of book banning in public education, but I first want to share some of my background so that you may get an idea of why this is so important to me. I'm fortunate to have both my parents present and involved in my everyday life. They support me, care for me, and I live a comfortable life. I love both of my parents dearly, but tonight I would like to focus on my father and the concomitantly de- detrimental effect he has had on my life. He is a conservative, a Republican, and a Christian. For as long as I can remember, he has instilled his political and religious values in me. As a child who unquestioningly admired her father, I took him at his word, and his one sided bigoted beliefs became ingrained in my identity. When the topic of the 2016 presidential election
1: Just I'll I'll let her keep going here in a second. Put yourself in that father's shoes. I'm a father. I've done, I won't want to say everything I can because I'm sure I've screwed up a bunch, but I've certainly tried to make sure my values are in my son's. I most definitely have loved them and love them to death and they know it. I would die for them a thousand times a day. If I'm sitting there watching my child speak like this, honestly, I, I'm not even a sensitive or emotional person. I think I would just break right there. I, I, I don't, I don't think I could go on. Now, I'll let her keep going. When I
2: Rose at the fourth grade lunch table, I would recite the arguments my father made in favor of Trump. I ignorantly endorsed a man who would have me suffer and even die in the name of political agendas. At ten years old, I had no one exposing me to diverse political perspectives. One might argue that a fourth grade classroom is n- a fourth-grade classroom is not the place for political discussions, and if one is to arise, the teacher should extricate themselves from the situation and dismiss the, the topic entirely. If the classroom is not the place for such, such discussions, then where? The home? My parents failed me in that area of education, and I can assure you that mine were not the only ones. If fourth-grade students are old enough to hold conversations about politics and current events themselves, then they are old enough to hear debates that represent both sides and incorporate a variety of viewpoints. I have since needed to reconsider where I stand. When the Democrats who had previously been demonized held in in unjustifiable condemnation and immediately dismissed actually aligned with my own morals and reasoning more than Republicans, I found myself at a crossroads. I could either continue in my father's doctrine that required me to to follow blindly and ignore irrefutable, irrefutable truths and the principles of democracy or to pursue my own knowledge and form my own opinions. This I could not do without the support of my teachers. They have encouraged me to conduct my own research about the politicians from both parties who have the power to dictate my life. They did this without interjecting their own opinions or political affiliations. They have emboldened me to form my own...
1: Yeah, I'm sure they emboldened her to form her own opinions.
2: opinions ...and supported me unconditionally. The English department has changed my life for the better. They are, in my humble opinion, the most...
1: The English department has changed her life for the better. She opened up talking about the two parents who've poured love on her from her earliest days. What made her life better? The English
2: department. Qualified people in this room to determine which books are useful and appropriate for classrooms. They are experts in how to best use these books, these tools, to provide students with a diverse education.
1: I cannot stress this point enough. It's It's a point we've made many times on the show. They are after your children. And they have horrible plans for your children. They intend to take them recruit them, shatter them spiritually, emotionally, mentally, because a shattered 15-year-old will exist as a shattered human being and vote Democrat his or her entire life, and they know it. They are not passive about their desire for your children they are extremely aggressive about it. They want to take your children from you. It does not mean we have to go to a cabin in the woods and never leave. It means we have to be diligent with our children. Talk to them about their teachers. What are you learning in school? If God forbid this stuff is happening in your school, get your child out. There is no such thing. And hear me out. Because everyone has a different belief system. Yours is probably different than mine. Could be. I don't know. Maybe not. But hear me out. There is no such thing as a, quote, non-religious school. It does not exist. It cannot exist in any form. Human beings have belief systems. Your child is being taught religion in school. You better decide which one it's going to be. Your child is being taught religion in school. These people come after everything. And they'll act like you're the bad guy when you try to stop them from stealing your children from you. Headline, this is from NBC News. How right-wing influencers turned airplanes and airports into culture war battlegrounds. The communist consumes America's corporations. The corporations announced publicly that they intend to fire a bunch of white people or that, look, listen,
2: this is Mark Cuban CEO. I know the business case for diversity and you have to have a diverse group of people around the table uh, if you really want to be as successful as you can be. And so so we took that on. So we laid out that vision, laid out a set of values. And then I had one on one with all the employees and then made some leadership changes. And so now we have almost 50 percent women in leadership and 47 percent people of color. diversity matters it matters hey
1: we sat down we had a meeting i fired a bunch of dudes and white people and what's the article about the article is about you catching on to it these people attack everything we always have to remember that all right all right all right do a few more Ask Dr. Jesse questions, and then we're going to get to headlines I didn't get to, and then we're going to check out of here, and then we'll be back to do it again tomorrow before we do any of that. Let's listen to Janet Yellen again.
2: How do you convince Americans and voters that those prices might not go back to where they were before the pandemic? Well, I think most
3: um, Americans know that prices um, are not likely to fall. It's not the Fed's objective to... Um, Try to push the level of prices back to where they were. Do you have gold
1: yet? That's the treasury secretary. Oh, no. What? what, Prices? We're not even trying to get those back down. The spending continues. The printing continues. And the only way you can protect yourself is buying things you can touch and feel. Oxford Gold Group will deliver silver coins or gold coins to your front door. They will get it in your retirement so you're not wiped out when the bubble pops. Call Oxford before there's a problem. Before there's a problem. This is how normal people can have access to wealth they can't destroy. 833-995-GOLD. All right? 833-995-GOLD. Tell them I told you to call. They'll take care of you. Oxford Gold Group for gold. You can hold.
0: You're listening to the Oracle. You're gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Remember to email me Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We love your emails. You can download the whole show iArt, Google, Spotify, iTunes, Vesty Jesse or Vesty Kelly. You always say the communists want to burn the country to ash, but what does that actually mean? Do they want to literally (laughs) burn it down or just metaphorically? What would America look like if they were to succeed? Says his name from Tom, his Thomas from the Israel trip, Chris, remember Thomas? He was cool. All right. What's up, Thomas? All right. uh, I'm going to play for the, he also says, Hey, Chris, congrats on the new daughter. You're going to be a great dad. man." Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna play this, I played I played a little bit of it for you earlier, but this is important to listen to. What do they mean? They don't actually mean burn it all down,
3: right? That's not what they actually mean. In one way or another, we are, globally, we are so far above the population and the consumption levels which can be supported by this planet that I know in one way or another it's gonna come back down. So I don't hope to avoid that. Uh, I hope that it can occur in a, a, a civil way, I, I, and I mean civil in a, in a special way, I, peaceful. Peace doesn't mean uh, that everybody's happy, but it means that conflict isn't solved through violence, through, through force, uh, but rather in other ways. And so uh, that's what I hope for. The planet can support something like a billion people maybe two billion depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to
1: this is this is important I want you to listen to this part pay attention they don't literally mean burn it all down right that was his word not mine I didn't use the word
3: to have if you want more liberty and more consumption you have to have fewer people and conversely you can have more people I mean we could even have eight or nine billion probably if we have a very strong dictatorship, which is smart. That's, unfortunately, you never have smart dictatorships. They're always stupid. So, but if you had a smart dictatorship and a low standard of living, you can have it. But, but we want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence, so we're gonna have a billion people. And we're now at seven, so we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal uh, you know, so that people share, uh, the experience and you don't have a few rich, you know, trying to force everybody else to, to deal with it. So those are my hopes.
1: They actually do want to burn everything down. You ask what America would look like if they succeed. Well, I need to explain something. When I call communism a religion, it's because it's a religion. And when I say it's a religion of death and destruction, it is what these people worship. It is everything to them. Everything has to be destroyed. Every system in place has to be ripped up. The gas that goes in your car has to stop. You being able to afford food has to stop. You being free. You heard what he just said. I mean, maybe we can support more, but you're going to have to give up freedom. There's not going to be any freedom for you. Maybe we'll get a dictator in here, and then I'll I'll allow some more people to live. Other than that, about 6 billion people need to die now. Why do you think they attack your child? What a ridiculous thing, right? They attack your children now? I just played that high schooler. They attack our children? They, they took over the NFL? The Boy Scouts? The... the They took it all. Why? The communist never comes across something he doesn't want to destroy because it's his religion. It consumes him. And he believes by practicing his sick demonic religion that he is actually doing good. That guy I just played for you there would put in policies, would put into place policies that kill six billion people and he would sleep like a baby every night thinking he's the good guy yes they will burn everything to ash everything they will shatter this country economically they will they've already been very successful at that they've been successful at something else dividing us amongst ourselves that's why it's endless grievance politics. You're oppressed, and you're oppressed, and you're this, and you're that, and it's always been evil for you. Even the roads are racist. i shocked
0: by how controversial it was when I made reference to the simple fact that a lot of black neighborhoods got wiped out by the way highways were built. And I didn't bring that up because I want everybody to feel bad about it. I brought it up because we can do something about it, because we have funding to do something about it with.
1: Everything sucks. Everything. Even the highways have to be stopped. A religion of death and destruction. Yes they mean what they say. I mean what I say when I tell you get your dog on some rough greens so he can live longer. Your dog needs nutrition. Why? Why? Do you how many brown things do you eat with the exception of gravy? How many brown things do you eat? Fried chicken maybe? You know why all the dog food's brown? It's dead. They had a bunch of nutrition in it, don't get me wrong. They killed it all at the factory so the food would last longer on the shelf. You give your dog empty calories every meal. And we wonder why our dogs kill over at 10. Start pouring rough greens on your dog's food. All natural nutritional supplement. All the nutrients your dog will ever need. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, digestive enzymes, antioxidants. You'll see a difference in your dog's coat. It's how incredible this stuff is. Free jumpstart trial bags. Go to roughgreens.com slash Jesse or call 833-33 my dog. Take care of your puppy, all right? And now here's a headline. By,
3: go you know the you know the thing.
0: Headlines we didn't get to.
1: Exclusive. This is from Daily Caller. Terrorist caught illegally crossing the border was allowed to roam free for nearly a year. And this is the terrorist we know about. Again, something bad is going to happen here. They know it. They don't care because they want to burn it all down. Headline, FBI tied January 6th pipe bomber to the Metro card of ex-government official but blocked an interview of him a former agent says a former agent said hey they tied this metro card to this ex government official i just want to say <laughs> ex government official sure guys he used to work for the government gavin newsom went to the south carolina to stump for biden voters eyed him for 2028 he didn't go to south carolina to stump for biden Gavin Newsom went to South Carolina to stump for for Gavin Newsom just in case President Dementia can't make it. Harvard study claims climate change has negative effects on mental health. No, Harvard has negative effects on mental health. United Methodist Church shrinks by 25% over LGBTQ ministry row. Basically, a bunch of Methodists look at their church and say, Why said, are you gay? Commissioner blasts superintendent for plans to uh, to replace special ed school with migrant facility. It's not a migrant facility. They're not migrants. They're illegals. All right. We will do it again tomorrow. That's all.